You're listening to Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, episode 126. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack Pack a Lacking Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 126. Whoa, John is fired up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to come to you with a topic today on travel. So we're going to call it Traveling with the Bros. I'm uh, going to hit on some things, I think, different things we like to do travel wise. We thought it'd be a nice topic uh, to bring to you all since we're rolling right on into summertime. School's ending up. Uh, we know a lot of people. Ourselves included, like to take some trips, some vacations, whatnot. Um, so we thought it'd be a good topic. What y'all think, guys? Well, you know, when y'all said that, I, I, you know, I already packed a bag. I said, "Shoot, let's go. Let's get out of here. I'm gonna wait till we get on the plane and we're taking off." And I'm gonna call my wife and say, "Look, we're already on the way." Speaking of which, a we couple have not of days. done our annual trip. What is going on here? I just wrote bro trip. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote it. I was like, I don't know when I'm gonna talk about this, but it's coming up today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Traveling is a wonderful thing. You know, there's a lot of places here in the U.S. to see, and there's a lot of places um, out of the country that are just glorious. A lot of different cultures, a lot of different things to experience. So I'm uh, excited to share the the experiences that I've had so far. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is that time of the year where we take trips and travel, and so it's fun to kind of start thinking about okay, where are all do I want to go, and when am I going to go, and um, just the excitement of researching it and. Um, and looking forward to talking about our travel excursions. I know I think you guys have outdone me a little bit on the travel front, so I'm trying, hopefully I can play catch up here. Um, I'm still playing catch up to John. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. John takes the lead. Um, so just yeah. internationally, just internationally. I think. Uh, cool topic. So I look forward to talking about it. Yeah, lavish trips to Pittsburgh, all kind of stuff. That's right. Here. I am Woo. sure of it. Uh, but before we hop in, we're gonna move over to the Would You Rather. I'm gonna take it today, probably for like the fifth yes. time on the record I of the can't podcast. Wait. I can't wait. It's normally dire need when it comes to me because neither I of the know. other two. <laughs> John, John, like we had desperate. Well, I was going to come up with something, but nothing really just hit me. So this isn't good. I feel we'll like it's a, I feel like it's a John. Would you rather in a little bit? And it is. Yes. Oh, it's kind of inspired by our meal coming up uh, Saturday at Craig's. Nice. A little bit, and it is. Would you rather tacos or fajitas? What about fajita tacos? I don't know what that is. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Option three. <laughs> So you say you want it? You want me to yeah, take it? Yeah, I'll take this one okay. to start. Um, tacos, very traditional. Love them. It's kind of what I grew up eating. Um, but man, fajitas, <laughs> so good. And Especially a Craig fajita, huh? I'm making a Craig fajita this weekend. I it's going to be phenomenal. You got a special marinade? I got, yes. <laughs> um, it's going to be awesome. And so I love fajitas. I like the, the presentation, the sizzle. You know, going over some of these nice restaurants in Houston, they have some really mm-hmm. first-class fajitas. 
Um, El Tiempo is one of my favorites. If you ever go to Houston, El Tiempo, mm-hmm. they have different grades of fajitas. So you can get like tenderloin fajitas. Yeah, I was about to say, what's your favorite kind with of fajita? Filet. They serve with garlic butter and all kind of. Man, it's it's like silly, and they comes out on this big tray with a little fire underneath it to keep it hot. And um, they keep that sizzle going. Oh, I keep the sizzle going. It's so good. So, uh, go go with fajitas. How about you, CC? Yeah, man. Uh, I've had fajita tacos, so you kind of confused me on what that. What is it? It's just fajita meat in the taco. In the so taco. It can be soft taco, hard taco. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'll swing around meat, to that. So. I didn't know they called that something, though. Or I've never seen it on a menu. Well, you probably have. I'm gonna well, take, if you put fajita meat in a soft taco, is it I know. That's fajitas? what I'm saying. Is it really? I thought someone was going to come to, is there really a difference? Because that's my personal opinion. Is yeah. there really a difference here between a peanut and taco? <laughs> well, there's a difference between the ground beef one and the yeah, there's for sure. shrimp tacos, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So um, I love fajita meat. I love that uh, skirt steak or whatever it is. Um, just delicious. I love it. It's nice and tender. Yeah, there, there's chicken, but I prefer the the beef all day long. Um I like the chicken, but I don't know. It's something special about it. You know, I've had some very good fajitas too, you know, traditional stuff in, in Texas and in Mexico and mm. other areas like that where they put the garlic butter and the exotic stuff on it like that just tantalizes the taste buds that that much more. So for me, I'm going to go with the fajitas, whether it's just straight up fajitas or you put it in a taco. Okay, so John's predicating I'm going this fajitas the meat. all way. Because I think when you look at this, I, I've talked about this before. I think recently when Alexander and I were eating somewhere, and I'm like, I am a big fan of tacos. Justin Brashear, a little shout-out, makes some great tacos. I'm pretty simple to please, too. Kind of easy to make. What about my tacos I made for you? Did you they forget fajita, about Steve's They were fajita tacos. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm honestly trying to remember. He <laughs> said it was one of the best things I've ever made. Oh, I that's funny. I kind of do funny. remember telling you, man, this is rivaling Brashear's, but I don't remember You said remember you wanted them for instant. your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I love tacos and I really like That's fajitas funny. too. And I'm like, but I think you also got to look at the stuff that comes out there with the fajitas, you know, on the whatever hot plate we're bringing out. The, the, the sides that come you with know, it. They're like sauteed or whatever the stuff mm-hmm. is. Um, Bell peppers, onions, maybe some jalapenos, chillaps. Yeah, so it's kind of weird for me. Like if I want a taco, I want a hard shell taco. But if I'm feeling like I want a soft shell taco, I would just rather order fajitas. That's kind of how this comes down to it for me. Because um, I like them both a lot, but I normally wind up going. And I have, I think, asked a time or two, can I have the fajita meat in the taco? Um, I didn't know they called it something. So, And I, I feel like that's when I go Mexicans, the first thing I look for is tacos or fajitas. Well, I feel like that most of the traditional um, Latino taco is a soft taco and not a hard taco. You can get them, but yeah. um, I don't know. Most of the places that I've eaten elsewhere has been mostly a hard taco. So. More of a, more along the lines. I feel like if you like get those fajita. little ones, I can't remember street tacos or something. I feel like they're mm. always soft tacos, mm-hmm. but I feel like otherwise they put it on the menu. You want the hard soft? They do in more Tex-Mex kind of stuff for sure. Yeah, that might be true. Too. Yeah, and then Taco Bell threw us a curveball years ago <laughs> when they wrapped us. They wrapped a soft taco around a hard shell and used the refried beans as the binder. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, really? no, that was no. like back in the day. Oh, they did, they've done several of those so things like two that. Ta- two shells. Yeah, so you, you, you started to bite. You're like soft crunch. <laughs> it was like the best of both textures. <laughs> I haven't had Taco Bell in years, by the way, but I would. I've had it like once in my life. Speaking of that, somebody was so excited here recently. Uh, they drove through uh, Taco Bell. I saw that. You saw that? Oh my! It was gosh. a Porsche. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, really? Somebody no, really wanted their it. taco fast, fast. Man, small off topic though. Before we get started, not in regards to tacos and peas. More off topic than somebody driving through the Taco Bell. Yeah, well, it made me think about this. Did you, did you recently see the guy that landed the airplane? 
that had no flying experience. It was my worst nightmare, Craig, and yours. No. See, it the, could the happen. Pilot, Stop it. The pilot, go, uh, two people sent me the videos yesterday. It's such a <laughs> big deal. I've talked about this so much. The pilot oh is like, goes out. I can't, you know. So is this like a small Yeah, small plane, plane. Small, like two or four seater or something. And it's in Palm Springs. I think it's in Palm Springs. Little shout out there. Or maybe Palm Beach. I don't know. One of those. Taking a little joy ride. Dude, or something. it gets on the, the horn with, I might be saying it's not exactly right, but I've watched the video twice. With air traffic control, lands the plane. Had never dealt with the plane at all. They're like telling him what to do with the wings. Didn't know where he was. Had to pick him up out there. Like, we got to get him to the airport. Oh, my God. And they say, the plane got down. I was like, golly, Craig. Could you Maybe there's hope. I think y'all could do That's it. That's what I feel like see, is our worst nightmare. I see this picture, me and Matt <laughs> sitting together with our headphones on, looking at each other. We just drug the dude to the back of the plane. We're like, oh my God. Now what do we do? Let's <laughs> find a pond do. to jump in. <laughs> it just made me think of it with the Taco Bell. I went way off top of it. But Craig and I have this problem. You know, I want two commercial pilots in the plane when I'm flying in case that happens so I don't have to, you know, hop on. Yes. It's a miracle, man. It's so pretty, it's possible. Pretty amazing. See I that? mean, what that guy did is incredible. Yep. That's it is. awesome. Okay. Getting started with travel, guys, I think the plane situation is a good way to segue our way in. And when it comes to traveling, one of the first things I come to is like short trips, long trips, you know, flying versus driving, how we're getting where we're going and where we're going. What y'all think about that little low-hanging fruit here for you, John? Yeah, you know, um, whenever I first got out and started practicing and doing some traveling, uh, most of my trips were short trips. I only went for about three to five days. Um, so it was something that I needed to fly if I was going to go any significant distance in order to, you know, be, to be able to make it worth my while. Uh, so for me that the flying aspect was, um, just the, the best way to do it, to enjoy it as much time away as I could. So, and I love flying. I mean, I love, um, being in the airport. I love watching people walk around. I love making, new acquaintances here or there and just uh, just hanging out and seeing where everybody's going and what's 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 happening. How about you, CC? Yeah, I guess most of my trips growing up were road trips. I didn't mm-hmm. fly until I was in interviewing for med school, you know, yeah. first flight. And uh, it was pretty cool. And to this day... No pressure, huh? Did no you pressure. That on too? I had to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. But to this day, it's like... I love to fly, but my gut is to get more nervous, you know, because you're out of control, yeah. out of right? Control, yeah. So we have conversations about, like, private flights. We've been offered chances to fly private, and I was like, mm. Craig and I turned them down. <laughs> and then, like, my buddy was like, no, the pilot's great. I'm like, you said pilot. You didn't say pilots, you know? <laughs> so, we, you know, I still do enjoy a good, uh, you know, long weekend road trip. So I have family in Houston, Baton Rouge. We'll travel, you know, three or four hours those are always good opportunities to take these little weekend getaways but the adventure of getting on a plane and going somewhere where you really can't get to easily is is awesome and uh you know it's always welcome a good flight somewhere and i'm hoping to do some more of that soon i kind of took a little hiatus from traveling lately i don't know if it was intentional just life has been crazy so ready to get back at it yeah you know i think this is an interesting one my normal intuition is to say flying because uh, i did i'm like y'all a little bit did a lot more driving when i was younger and then started flying more and then really the last several years especially the last year or two a lot of flying going on here um you're gonna pass up father sitchko here before long <laughs> ton dude i think last year was 30 something flights this year we're, we're, we're pushing it again here and it wasn't until recently i was 100 percent on board i still am with the flying um I love the airports. I'm with John on that. I, I just like being involved in it. I like the plane. I like taking off. I like the landing. I like the whole little nine yards, the whole experience. I can get a boat ton done. You read, you yeah. can work versus you're driving. You can't get as much done. You're truly not able to multitask, which I, I like to do with flying. 
Yeah, can and sleep. Even, even if you're not driving, it's more difficult, I think. Yeah, I would agree yeah, with that, that's too. that's a good point. You can sleep on the plane. Um, there's just a lot. I do my normal, when I do the early flights on the way from like Lake Charles to Dallas or Houston, I do my meditating. I do my. Uh, hey, in the airport now, you saw that picture. He does yoga in the airport. <laughs> I was going to say, do yoga. I know. I was like, why am I, I can see on? Matt, downward dog in the aisle of the plane. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you please get back in your seat? <laughs> but then I was flying with Cannon recently to Joshua Tree, and we had some pretty significant turbulence. The most I've hit that I can recall since it was I was like years and years ago. And I mean, all over. Oh, oh man. I shouldn't be telling Greg this, but I mean, all over the place. And I literally, that was the last three or four times I've flown since. I'm like, oh. And I'm, I've probably been on, in the last year and a half, 60 flights or something. Never entered my head. And we've hit some weather, but this was like pretty rough. Getting out of Lake Charles, trying to get to Dallas. The first, I'm gonna think the whole leg of the plane. I was literally looking at Cannon like, uh, I can't read my book right now. And that's a lot for me to. Yeah. So that's kind of hollered me. I'm like, huh, maybe the driving isn't so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't slowed me down. Still still doing it. But the last couple of times I've like going to Yosemite out in the, la- the Highlands last time, I was like, okay, please. Weather, what is it? Normally I don't even look at the flying weather. I look at what I'm getting there. So I think there's a plus both ways, but I think you get more bang for it flying. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I've been on some flights where I've had some significant turbulence like that. And I've been on some flights that whenever we've landed, it was was not pretty. Um, You know, a couple of them to the point where everybody cheered when we finally stopped. You know, you hit sideways and bounce and do all kind of stuff. Had to take off and fly around again and come back and try a second time. Oh, I've circled many times, dude. Like come down and and touch down, like really hard and bounce. because they're like, we can't bring it down. Yeah, no, no. I've gone all the way down to the ground and bounced and took off again and flown back around. (laughs) So I've done all of those (laughs) things. For me, me, if the plane is going to go down, um, just let me out of the plane. I don't want to die in the plane if we're going to go down. I want to, for the last few minutes, free falling, I'm going to get one last guy diving. So just let me out. That'd be my only thing. They'd be like, the plane recovered, but one guy jumped out. (laughs) Y'all going to know it was me. I don't know if you made it or not. Yeah. Well, what about um, maybe some of our preferred trips? We like U.S., we like out of the country. How about that angle? Man, I've had some wonderful trips uh, domestically. You know, growing up, um, I think we talked about it on some other podcasts that, uh, you know, from a large family, so it was difficult um, for us to go very far. So most of our trips were the the Galveston area, so two, three hours, something like that. So I thought I really liked the beach um, until, you know, whenever I got older, I was able to go to some other areas in the mountains like North Carolina, Asheville, Highlands, uh, and Colorado, other places like that. It's just completely different scenery than I had been exposed to before. A completely different climate than I had been been exposed to before. And just, um, you know, having the taste of that nice, crisp mm-hmm. air at night. That nice, crisp air in the sleeping morning. Outside. Sleeping outside. No. Just all of that stuff is just great. You know, it still gets hot during the day. You get out, you move around, you do something physical, hiking or whatever. You know, you still get hot. You still need to hydrate and do a lot of things like that. But I just like that nice, crisp, um, low humidity air. <laughs> yes. It's I'm just the, wonderful. I'm the same way. Group going to the beach. And we still do go a lot. And I love it for what it's worth. But when I first got my taste of mountains, um, I mean, Highlands, North Carolina area is beautiful. Colorado, just the, mm-hmm. like Steve said, crisp, fresh air, the uh, the beauty of the mountains and the forests and uh you know, snow skiing was really awesome. I mean, I did that for the first time. I've never like, done that, man. Yeah, you know, six, seven years ago. And it was just, you know, you're on the ski lift, 
passing up these aspen trees with the snow just tickling all the green branches and it's like it's quiet and it's just all it's just amazing you know and i just loved it and so i look forward to doing that again but yeah i'm, I'm like steve i um it kind of makes me think about like you know what it, what is your goal when you go when you do travel are you more about the adventure of where you're going mm -hmm. or are you more about the r and r rest and relaxation like what, what's y'all's thoughts on that mm. of course you know or Matt, you can tell us how you like to travel too, but I'm just curious. <laughs> no, man, let's go into that. I think that's a good way to go. I can couple the two of them together. I like a little mix. I, I don't like to sit. A beach trip for me after about three days, I'm, I'm kind of tapping out a little bit, but it's nice to be able to go do something, you know, if I'm exercising in between or can go do some type of excursion, I would prefer to do that. And, and so far as out of the country, I've only been out once. Uh, Kane and my good buddy, I think John does a little bit too, gives me a hard time about that. I think there's a ton of stuff to do in the country, and my biggest problem getting out is the long flights. Just, man, just recently going to California a couple of times, that's a long enough haul for me in the airplane for, you know, by the time you sit on the runway, I mean, get on the plane, sit there, mm -hmm. go through instructions, taxi a little way there, fly out, land, sit on the plane to get off. It's like four and a half hours just on the California leg, and I'm like wanting to get out of the plane, so I don't know about this. I'm going to fly, you know, like Father Jim just did, like a whole day over there to Singapore or something. Yeah, I've done that. And oh, man, I know, and I'm just wild. like, dude, what is going on right now? I need to exercise. Like, I'm going to sit in this chair. I understand I can walk the plane or something, but that's my biggest deal with uh, with that leg of it. But in so far as what I like to do, I like a nice mix. I, I like some relaxation. Um, like when we just went to Yosemite, hiked real hard, mid-afternoon, came back, hung out by the pool for a little while, read a book, a little bit of downtime, go eat a nice meal. That's probably my preferred prep. What about y'all? You know, whenever I was, before I was married, I mean, I would go, 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 go. Um, and whenever I would travel by myself, um, I would go, 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 go. So it was very little uh, rest and relaxation. And then now I got married, have four kids, and now I really go, 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 go. <laughs> <I'm gonna say. laughs> so now, you know, we went to the beach uh, a couple of times last year, went to Hawaii. and uh, yeah, Big trip, man. Big trip. Yeah, it's cool. Big trip. With a two-month-old. Uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It was so rewarding, though. I mean, the kids had such a great time, um, and it was just such a good deal for us to do that. We couldn't pass up on it. So, um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work with small little children, so... You can do it. Just a little bit more effort. You did that with two month old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two months two month olds need to travel too. Okay. I still remember Tiny on a boat when he was about the same age. Yeah, he was, he was about six too. weeks six weeks to two months old. We had to we were on uh, one of the little Florida Key Islands, one of the small um islands. So the one of the Wallace clan live out there. Um and it's a you had to take a boat. It's like a ten minute boat ride to the island. There's no other way to wow, get out there. And that's cool. I've got videos of the tiny gift out there. He's got his life he's got his life jacket on and his little glasses. So Yeah, we gotten out. Um but the, each one that you add on it's a it's another layer of oh, difficulty. Yeah. Another layer of pampers, wipes and stuff that you gotta pack along. So you talk about traveling with kids. It brings like a memory. We flew with the girls for their first time. I remember they were in the seat together and it was very turbulent. You know, it was a turbulent flight and all the adults just have this nervousness about them. Like, oh, you know, we're all kind of like, but every time it would drop and shake, the girls would crack up laughing. Really? <laughs> yes. Like they were on a roller screen. coaster. Yeah. And they laughed so hard that it caused everybody else to start laughing. And so we'd fly and it'd be like, boom, boom, ah. And then everybody would start laughing. And I think it just kind of took the nerves out to see these kids just like having a ball. You did know? it help you relax? Or it kind of did. Like, we got two pilots. Thank God. 
you know, they didn't know why I wanted to hold their hand and say the Our Father. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a good memory. Uh, Yeah, but to circle back, I really didn't, I haven't been out the country a lot. I took a cruise to Honduras, Roatan, Cozumel. Mm -hmm. I have not flown international. Um, We'll go to Canada together. It's a good start for us. I need, you know, I'm ready to take those flights. I'm looking forward to it. And, And, you know, for me, always say I want to relax like we'll go to the beach and I do but inevitably find myself like playing in the water boogie boarding kicking mm-hmm. around do find a sport or a game to play and April's like will you just sit down and relax a little like <laughs> you know and by the end of the day you're exhausted because you won't chill you know but I love to chill so I'm kind of you know in the camp of Matt like I like the adventure side but now I've kind of learned to embrace like at the end of the day or at some point just sit down Put some music on, veg out, read. I think a CC when you, I think it was in San Antonio, sent the song out of uh, vacation or whatever it was. And you were sitting by the pool, oh, hanging out with the girls. Yes. And, and I'm like, that's what I think a CC when it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one for you. Craig kind of hit on it. And we, and I thought we might do it as a would you rather today, a little easy one again, which is like, do we like the beach, coast life versus, you know, mountains? And I think you could also say coast life too. You got like Rocky Coast out in California, yeah. Maine, areas like that. Y'all have a preferred preference on what the landscape is like hmm. well you know i've been to the east coast and the west coast and it, it's it's dramatically different um you know the the beaches in florida area are just nice and white and you know what i always thought sand should be like and then you go to the opposite side of the country and it's a lot more rocky a lot more hmm. difficult to get in and out of the water and then you get in the water and man it's cold oh yeah, yeah absolutely man it's to. cold it's difficult to to even get in and out for somebody who's from southwest louisiana even though i'm self-warming you know <laughs> losing sur- it with age. surfing out there in san diego wearing a wetsuit yeah. i mean i was in the water for a very short period of time and your feet go numb you know because you don't your feet aren't covered, covered. you know, your feet are out. So, you know, I'm walk. I'm like, man, I can't really walk anymore. My feet are so numb. So I would prefer, um, the Florida kind of coast area, North Carolina, all that, just because of the water temperature is a lot more comfortable for me, a lot more what I'm used to. So you like coast life? Uh, I like that coast better. Um, I think as an adult, now that I've had more experience, I would, I appreciate the mountains more, you know, I've been able to, and, and it's, drastically different you know you can go to a bunch of different areas that are mountainous um you know i've been to glacier national park and that's completely different um than the other areas and you know you just went somewhere recently that yeah you uh, saw the mountains out there and the uh, mountains out there you got like the the sand top mountains or the you know dirt top mountains versus rocky mountains versus green or whatever you want to say so even within that category there's a a real vast difference between between all the different areas where you are yeah, you know, I love the beach. I bought a place at the beach. You know, we travel there got a lot. Got a place in the mountains. And I got a place in the mountains. Hold yourself together there. <laughs> he is the beast. It's tough to uh, show off all that, uh, you know, when you're in the mountains and wearing a coat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? You talked about the different mountainous landscapes. Yeah. You can also enjoy the mountains in the summer or the winter. So Good, great point. Yeah. I really love the mountains. I can't say I like one more over the other because I think my experience at both is different. I probably do more adventurous excursions in the mountains mm-hmm. and I probably do more relaxation at the beach. So if I'm looking for, uh, just to not move, I might want to go to the beach and get under an umbrella. Um, and yeah, right. I think the intent of the trip, that's the intent of the trip maybe. And I do like water sports. So I like fishing. I like the, the boogie board and that kind of stuff. And we are blessed to have some beautiful beaches. I think I looked at an article, us news world report rated the top 20 something prettiest beaches in the United States. The top two were in Hawaii. Number three was Destin. Really? Yes. So, 
you know, That's as far cool. as the turquoise water and the sand, mm-hmm. you know, having that sort of Caribbean-ish vibe, especially in the middle of summer when it's like really clear. Um, the whole panhandle for that matter is really awesome. So I, I, we enjoyed going there, but man, I'm telling you, it's so cool. Like, you know, going to the, you know, Tennessee or North Carolina, those mountains, but then seeing Matt's pictures of the, the West. And I mean, I can't wait to go. I mean, I've been to, you know, Colorado several occasions, mm-hmm. but just to go hike those mountains and ski, it's just, it's pretty awesome. I think a little more versatility in the mountains. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think I got a slight lean to that. And I think something that does get overlooked is like up in Maine when I went to Acadia National Park, that the coast up in the, in the northeast, that's a whole another animal too. Mm-hmm. You get up there and like the, you know, Oregon, Washington, that rocky coast up there is mm-hmm. also a beautiful area to um, bebop around a little bit. Same thing going it's down very San nice Diego. to observe from a distance. Again, it's painful when you get in <laughs> it that is. water. I've been in there getting, trying to get the starfish and stuff. And, and if you're in a wetsuit, you look like a seal. And we know what kind of fish <laughs> swim around there. But I do agree. A couple of days at a beach, though, is, you know, we, my family takes beach vacation pretty much every year. And, and I really enjoy, you know, three days or so, four days. It's really nice to relax, kind of recharge. After that, I'm kind of with Craig. I'm getting a little overdone of it. I think when you go mountain style, you have a little more at your disposal, different places to see, different hikes to do, which I personally love doing. So I don't think you can go too wrong. One other question before we wrap it up here. One of the perks I get or thoughts is when you travel, you get to meet different people. What do y'all think about that? Different cultures of food, different people you get to meet. John can probably talk the most on this from an international perspective, mm-hmm. but even myself going all over the country, <clears throat> all the different quadrants, you meet a lot of different people. And I think that's something that's really neat. I enjoy talking to people on a trail. I'll stop. Hey, what's up? You know, um, what do y'all think about that aspect? Yeah, it is pretty neat. And, uh, you know, like you said, I have been to a number of places outside of the country, a number of different places in Europe. Uh, I've been to Asia. I've been to South America. So, it's amazing to see, um, you know, some of the people in Europe are nicer than others. Um, one of the, one of my favorite places that I've been in Europe is Greece. Um, the, on the list, man. The people oh, there yeah. are just extremely courteous, uh, very polite and just nice people. Uh, it's easy to get around there, um, because everyone speaks English. Um, the majority of their economy is based on tourism. So, um, they really accommodate people um english-speaking people well so that and the the islands there i mean there's a thousand islands out there that you can go Mm. and visit and just the food there was wonderful so beautiful people there also same thing in asia um i mean the Mm. people in asia are just so respectful um so polite and courteous again i mean i can't say enough and also in south america too or in central america and nicaragua i mean the, the people there are just seem a lot more grateful, a lot more appreciative, even though they may be living in extreme poverty. I mean, most people who live in our area wouldn't survive living in uh, some of the conditions that the the people that we encountered lived in. Um, But still just to have just a joy in their heart, a joy in their face that, uh, you know, you can see across the room. So it's, uh, it's great having those interactions and seeing those things and then letting that be a you know, wake up call, hopefully, hopefully for some people who may be less grateful for all of the things that we've been blessed with. Great perspective, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, world traveler and that's awesome because it's cool to hear about different cultures and how a lot of similarities there are and to to just kind of take in what they're grateful for makes you appreciate what you have. And, uh, you know, I haven't traveled internationally, but even just in the States, the people I've met have been amazing. This Mm -hmm. last trip we took to Florida, I met a guy who was a drug rep. He was retired, but they had a condo they'd had for 20 something years. And, 
you have something in common, you start talking, and it's just cool, you know, because you can share stories and visit. And I'm a little more of an introvert, so it takes a little bit more of a, you know, a chance happening for me to have a conversation just out of the blue. But when I do, I enjoy it. And you probably make some great connections. And I think, Matt, you're having wine and dinner with these people he's meeting, which is... <laughs> That's right, over North Carolina. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. But you mentioned the food. I do appreciate yeah, the, the food cultures and the different restaurants. I know um, that's something I really enjoy, just trying new things, trying to find little... Uh, hot spots. I know we went to Boston. It was a had a good time. Heck yeah, that was a were, big part of that. You too, guys huh? were open to ex- exploring different culinary options, and that was pretty sweet. So that's another big point is just trying the different culture, the food, and the people. So that, yeah, that's that's huge. What about you? Yeah, and you know, um, people look at you funny whenever you try to barbe- barbecue a um, a guinea pig over here. But man, <laughs> you was, go to you go to Peru, and that's on every menu. Except the culture, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, I think this has been a, a lot of fun. One of my favorite topics. I love talking about travel um, and, you know, especially hearing from y'all. It's, it's a motivating thing. Before we shut it down, though, we're going to move into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And we're going to throw it over to Craig this go around. What you got, see? Hey, guys. Pumping some brakes. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. <laughs> uh well, it's that time of year. People are graduating high school and college, and I happen to have a daughter that's graduating high school. And so uh, time to sit back and reflect on her life. Now, when high school graduation, I've been here before, and it's uh, it's a little tough because you have this entire existence as you know it where your your son or daughter's with you. It's their your child, and you have all these great memories, and they're on your hip up until 18 years old. Then under boom, the wing, baby. Under the wing. And then, the, you know... My daughter's leaving the state to go to college, and I'm excited for her. And I've already done it once, so I think I'm more prepared for it now. <laughs> but still, it's a big moment. So, Absolutely. So man. we have graduation coming up, and it's just a good time to reflect on all the beauty of their life and where it's been. And you're excited for their next phase. And I have one daughter who went off to college, and she's moving back home to go to college. So that's a— Look at this, man. A still little, a game. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a, it's a constant adventure. It's just fun to watch them go out and spread their wings and live their life and make new decisions about what's best for them and not— and, um, so yeah, y'all got a graduation coming up, and it's been awesome. And you know, we'll be having a little party for her soon, and uh, definitely a good time to reflect. And you know, we're, we're going to take some trips this summer. You know, yeah. hoping to take some trips. And so, absolutely, uh, it's been awesome. So hitting breaks and watching my daughter take a next uh, move into the next phase of her life. Well, that's awesome, Cece. Also, I want to give a little shout out to the Gutierrez family. Um, we know we lost one of our most seasoned listen- mm, yeah. n- listeners here, uh, Ma passed away a couple weeks ago so we just want you to know that y'all are in our thoughts and prayers and uh we appreciate y'all yeah absolutely would, would second that um we appreciate them all being a, a big fan and listener of the podcast and absolutely in the thoughts and prayers from the bros here all right guys we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week if uh, you got any fun travel experiences stories or tips on travel we'd love to hear from you and if you do get a chance to rate review or subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate it till next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing. Sun is shining. Nothing more I Sing with me. I, 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 I.
my man.